What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of The Hangout in the Holy Land, the official podcast or the flagship podcast of LandGrantHolyLand.com. My name is Colton Denning. Welcome into the show. We have a very fun episode today. It is time to get back into our preview series. In the last couple of weeks, I've gone solo, but today we have a very special guest with us to help preview Ohio State's night road game in primetime on ABC against the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and that would be John Johnston, one of the managing editors over at Corn Nation, our sister site at SBN. John, how you doing, man? Pretty good. I mean, we got a win. It was wild. So everybody's in a better mood, but not a great mood. You know what I mean? That wild is probably the word for Nebraska this season. This has been a crazy year for you guys so far, huh? It's... uh. It's not helping my liver. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've watched almost every Nebraska game this season. There was the the season opener against South Alabama where they won by a couple touchdowns, had, what, two defensive touchdowns. There was the crazy game against Colorado where they lost. Northern Illinois game kind of got things on track. And then, like, whatever happened last week against Illinois. So it's, it feels like it's probably been a roller coaster. It has. It's, it's been nuts. I mean, the Illinois game, if you looked at the Illinois game, I mean, we rolled up like 690 yards of total offense. I mean, it, it, everything in that game statistically looked like Nebraska should have won by 40. But, you know, four turnovers and spotting them gobs of points is not conducive to feeling comfortable about the end of the game. So where's everybody kind of at on this team right now after the win? Because in hearing what you're saying and then going over and reading some of your guys' stuff, it does feel like a mix of like, okay, we got the win. There were some things that looked really great. Wandale Robinson broke through. He's a revelation going forward. Maurice Washington got hurt against Illinois, but he's looked special all season. Adrian Martinez has had his ups and downs, but you got all that positive stuff. And then there's the turnovers, special teams play, and some on defense as well. Yeah, we don't really have a kicker, appears. You know, we don't uh, – I don't even know why they're trying any field goals for the rest of the season until they figure this out. But, you know, our main kicker is got a hip injury or something like that, and those take forever to heal. rest of the – I – you know, I guess it's just take it one day at a time, one week at a time, and see what happens. I mean, I've watched the Buckeyes this season, and you guys look like you're going to destroy everything in your path. So going going into this game and talking about it, I guess uh, where, where do we start? Maybe, I guess, with Nebraska's offense, what do you think are the keys for them this week? And you said you, you've watched Ohio State. Do you think that there are areas that Nebraska – plays well in that they can exploit what what does this matchup look like for you uh weeping <laughs> <laughs> what's the line like 15 uh it's up to 17 and a half that's Is what I've, I've got it at at its most recent okay when you consider that it's a it's a night game at nebraska i mean that's that's a good spread you know for you guys but uh what do we look like on offense i think you know, we have playmakers I mean, we have good playmakers. We just don't have everything together yet. We have a center who uh, started playing center this season as a true freshman, never played center before in his life. So you've seen some, well, the first game you saw high snaps during the entire half he played at the start of the season. And then uh, every once in a while, the high snaps problems comes back. 
our interior of our offensive line still needs to get their stuff going. I, you know, I'd say we're going to do a lot of, uh, we're going to do a lot of misdirection. I like Scott Frost's offense. Uh, we're going to have to keep you guys off balance though. Cause I think your defensive line will just tear us up. We're not going to be able to run the ball up the middle unless we're, you know, again, doing misdirection. How much credence do you put into what happened last year? Cause last year's game was very close. That was one of those games where it felt like Nebraska's offense really started to click. They averaged almost five and a half yards per play, and that was a game conceivably they could have won on the road. I honestly, I don't, I don't think it, it doesn't apply to this year. I mean, we have, you know, you're still trying to put your system in place. Our defense is way, way, way better than it was last year. I mean, last year we what we were like 107th in the nation and giving up yardage, you know, yards per play running, rush defense. I nothing from last year, really, honestly. I think people will bring that up, but I I don't think it counts for anything. There's just too much newness to this team still. To me, when it comes to talking about Nebraska's offense, the key for this game and really their whole season going forward is letting turnovers. Because as of right now, they've turned the ball over 11 times, which is tied for second worst in the country. And when they're not turning the ball over, they're, they're moving it pretty well. But it does seem at this point, especially with Adrian Martinez like this this is a thing right now and if there are two or more turnovers in the first half then like you said that that 17 point spread you may up it a little bit yeah you know the turnover problem's been around Nebraska now for like 15 years or something over a decade we've been terrible at turnovers and uh, I don't know why I don't know why that is you know it just You'd, you'd have to believe that they're emphasizing it. And I think Dedrick Mills this week said he was going to carry a ball with him all week for whatever that means. You know what I mean? Is that going to help? Eh. But, uh, yeah, it's it's killer. And then, the you know, the penalties. We Last week against Northern Illinois, we only had one penalty. And then this week, we well, we had more than that. But those two things have been constant problems for Nebraska for quite a while now. If Nebraska is going to keep this game close, what do they have to do? I think they have to keep pace with the Buckeyes. I mean, you know, we have to score for score, keep up with them. That's where the turnovers come in. If you get down by 14, then you got a young team and you have to wonder if they're just going to mentally break down or if they're going to stay in the game and be tough. So I do think our offense can score. It's just a matter of, are we going to eliminate the mistakes and can we somehow just stay close enough at the end of the game to give all of you guys heart attacks and see if we can win? I, I like that you brought up mental toughness and staying in the game, given that this is such a big stage, game day is going to be there. Uh, I assume that even though this point spread is big, people are going to bring up the Iowa game from 2017 and the Purdue game from last year for Ohio State is like, oh, this is this is a spot for them. Are they going to be able to handle this? Do you think that Nebraska is ready for this moment? <laughs> oh, God. Do I think? Oh, I want to say <laughs> yes because I'm a homer. But do I really think they're ready for it? I, I, I honestly, I'm not sure. I don't. I want to say no, because I just think that they're, you know, again, the interior of the offensive line is so young and it's going to be a massive test for them. I mean, you literally have a guy, like I mentioned, that just started playing center and now he's going to go up against one of the, one of the best defensive lines in the nation. That's a tall order, you know, and to, and to keep your cool and to keep your snaps correct and to make your line calls, I, it's, whew, 
Now you're getting me all jittery, and it's only like Tuesday. On on kind of that same subject, is this the week for the black jerseys? It, it would seem like this is the most obvious choice for them to wear them this year. I don't know. Spencer Hall did this article about how if you bring out an alternative uniform against a, an opponent, a big opponent, you're going to lose. So I hope not. I'd hope we'd save them like for Northwestern or something like that, you know, a team in the West. Very plausible. Um, defensively, getting back to that, it's it's been a little bit up and down the the South Alabama performance. Whatever people think about South Alabama, they were able to generate turnovers, hold them under four yards per play. Uh, for most of the Colorado game, they looked great, and then everything kind of just collapsed in the final in the final fifteen minutes, and then they held Northern Illinois to eight points, and then there was last week and on a per play basis, they held Illinois under five yards or five yeah five yards per play but there were moments where it just kind of looked out of sync is this just the defense that is going to have their moments all season yeah i think they you know college football the way it is right now everybody's going to score points you know the way the rules have gone over the last i don't know eight years decade you know the rule changes have favored the offense uh i just everybody has players you know reggie corman we gave up what a 66 yard run to for their first score off at the beginning of the game i everybody's gonna have guys and everybody's gonna get points so uh it's just a matter of well in our defense much better like i said but are they going to be able to Again, keep pace. That's really the key with this. I mean, you looked at Illinois, right? I really didn't think that we were going to ever lose that game. There was never really anywhere where I kind of went, oh, my God, this is a disaster. Well, that's not true. I said that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, I figured because of our offense that they would get their crap together and they'd pull out a win in the end, and that's what they did. You know, against Ohio State, oh, I'm going to be at that game, hopefully. Uh, I hope to be on the field with a camera, but I'm I'm kind of anxious about what's going to happen. So where, how do you think they match up defensively? And we talked about turnovers on the Nebraska side. To me, that seems like it has to be the equalizer in this game, that if Nebraska is able to keep pace, it's because the offense isn't turning the ball over and they've turned Ohio State over a couple times. Well, I you know, you guys have uh, Justin Fields looks excellent. And uh, what's his name? Dobbins, the running back. Yep. And then what's the second running back's name? Master Teague. Yeah, just they look excellent, you know. So, <sighs> I have you guys even had any turnovers this season? They've had a couple. They had the safety in, which I guess isn't like technically a uh, a, tr- a true turnover, but they had the safety last week. They've had. A couple of fumbles, that 42-point second quarter has burned into my brain, so it's hard to remember a lot of the negatives <laughs> from it. But they've they've had their moments. And, and to me, where Nebraska could kind of make their hay on defense is fields for, for all of the positives. And I, I keep saying this on this podcast, and it's probably just burned into listeners' brains and they're sick of hearing it at this point, is that not that there's a weakness, but he's still a young quarterback. And if there's one thing about him that stands out that's a little bit negative right now, it's that even when there's a clean pocket, he will just stand in there. And that that clock to process is still slow. And that's something he's still developing. So for me, against a team 
that has at least somewhat good depth along that line. I don't know how well they've been getting after the passer this year, but if they can get a little bit of pressure and make that process speed up for fields, that's where you know you may get a strip sack or two. He's been relatively safe with the ball so far, so I don't know if he's going to make any terrible decisions, but those sacks and those opportunities to knock the ball out, that's, that's where that stands out to me turnover-wise. Well, Nebraska's got 12 sacks so far in the season, uh, tied for 18th in the country. But, I mean, last year we had almost nothing. We had almost no pass rush. I would see that we're going to have to disguise stuff, I think. You know, we're not going to be able to just rush three or four and get any pressure. So we're going to have to use some disguised blitzes or delayed blitzes. And like you said, maybe a young quarterback, we can get him into positions where he's making mistakes. I would hope. That's where, that's really, like we talked about, turnovers, and special teams, those are the things that really are going to take this game into, yeah, it is a 17.5-point spread. Ohio State probably should win this game by around that margin, even in a tough place to play on the road. But those are just such equalizers, especially early on in the game, if Nebraska is able to get to fields, force a turnover or two and finish drives, not have to worry about the kicking game. And you get to the second quarter and it's a 14-14 game, get into halftime, things are close. Then that belief starts to like, okay, we're, we're at home and we're playing with these guys. I like how you put this because that's what I'd like to say. I'd like to see at least us stay even at half. And you're right, it would give us a lot of hope. But, uh, I mean, Nebraska's got Adrian Martinez. We have Maurice Washington. Wondell Robinson showed up last week, and everybody went, holy cow. And he was Big Ten and Freshman of the Week this week. Uh, J.D. Spielman. I mean, we have weapons on offense. So, you know, as long as you say we don't commit the turnovers, we we should score our points. I don't know. (laughs) I'm still, you know. I, Do I I'm bringing, sound apprehensive? A little bit. I'm bringing the Nebraska optimism to this podcast. All right, before we get to predictions and kind of wrap up where we are on this game, we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be back with John Johnston of Coronation. Okay, thank you to our sponsors for supporting the show. We are back with John Johnston, one of the managers over at Coronation.com. We've talked a little bit about the matchup here on Saturday, how Ohio State and Nebraska stack up, and we're going to get to predictions in a second. But, John, I'll ask you one final kind of breakdown for this game. What's what's one thing that you're confident Nebraska can do against Ohio State on either, of the ball, either side of the ball, and what's one thing where you're just like, oh, man, this may snowball if we don't do this? Well, like I said, we can score. I, I think we can score fairly well. On defense, you know, has our defense really been tested this year? Eh, not like this, but you know what I mean? When you're playing one of the best teams in the nation, that's where you take your chances and you see how good you are. So I think I think that we can keep up. It's just going to be a matter of can we keep up for four quarters. And then what is that your what what's the one thing where you're just like, oh boy, this this could get out of hand. You guys scoring in in you know what I mean? Like rain. That's yeah. that's you know what I mean? What, what did you do? 42 points in the second quarter? And then you smashed uh, Cincinnati 42 to nothing? Yeah. And, and Cincinnati was supposed to have a decent offense, right? Well, they were supposed to have a, a great defense. That was that was the thing that we were all kind of worried about is, okay, this is a, 
a team with Luke Fickle um, as as a head coach right. and Mar- Marcus Freeman, a very strong defensive identity, have a lot of pieces back. And from the jump, they just kind of ground him into dust. And the same for Indiana too, where we we still waited, and that's uh, been another thing that I've talked about in the early season so far is they haven't really faced adversity yet. And like, ironically enough, the most adversity they faced is when they were down five, nothing to Miami of Ohio. And like, that may seem ridiculous that like, Oh, Ohio state was down five, nothing to Miami of Ohio. But really that was the kind of the first time that offense had been punched in the mouth and they were able to respond to it with a massive second quarter, you know, the talent disparity be damned. But now that they're going on the road in primetime against Nebraska, that is that's absolutely something I'm looking for. If if Nebraska is able to get off the field early, make some big plays, get that crowd into it, how does this offense respond? And from the Ohio State side, you know, we haven't seen Justin Fields run a ton. That's something they've been able to keep in the stash. So I'm curious. How often do they run Justin Fields, uh, those looks that they show Nebraska? And if he gets going, is that something Nebraska is able to stop? Because they, they really haven't shown they haven't shown their cards to defenses yet when it comes to uh, to Justin Fields doing a lot of running. Oh, I think Nebraska is going to be better off than we were last season. But I, here's here's something else I should mention. Uh, the Colorado game, right? In the second half of that game, we had a 17 to nothing lead at half. And in the second half of that game, Scott Frost called an incredibly conservative offense. And and that's why we lost, you know, because we didn't we didn't just go. You know what I mean? And it was it was really frustrating to watch. And that'll be something that'll be interesting to see how Frost handles this game. Is he going to, you know, I, for me, I think you should just say, well, we're all going to be dead someday. Let's go see what happens. <laughs> and, you know, throw the ball all over the place, play, rip, rip out every play in the book and go, let's go. Let's just do things. You know what I mean? Flea flickers, end of rounds, whatever. Go crazy. But uh It'll be interesting to see how he calls that. Is he going to be more conservative because he doesn't want the turnovers? You know, which I think is a mistake, honestly, because, you know, let's go. You're playing one of the best teams in the nation. We need to score. Or is he going to, you know, do like I said, wing zing all over the place and we'll see if you guys can cover our receivers. Justin Fields, yeah, you're right. Um, Do I think we can stop him? I think we have decent linebackers now. They'll be tested by this, but our defensive backs and our linebackers are way ahead of where they were a year ago. So, again, that'll be interesting to see. Well, John, I hope you and the coordination uh, listeners that that have joined us for this don't hate me when I say this, but I was born and raised in Boulder, and uh, the Buffs are my second team, so I'm I'm very familiar with uh, with that CU Nebraska game from a couple weeks ago. You're just like I'm bleeding. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, for this one, I I would like for to go two and zero against Nebraska, but maybe maybe after what happened uh, the other week, I, I sold my soul, and Nebraska will have better luck against Ohio State. I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to in one season after uh, after that one. But last question for you here. What is your final prediction for what happens on Saturday? Well, since I'm a homer, I'll go 42 to 38 Nebraska. It's the mirror of the last game. 
So we'll say that uh, Ohio State commits the turnovers this time, and we play clean football, and we win in the end. How's that? Hey, that's that's perfect. Um, listeners, send all your tweets to Coronation. You flood, yeah, exactly. <laughs> flood, flood them. Usually they send the tweets to us saying that we're too negative on Ohio State and they hate us. So now you guys can send them all to Coronation. But, you know, there, there is – there, there is a path. I, I can see it. I, I don't think that this Ohio State team is the same one that we've seen the past couple of years where they're going to have a breakdown in a moment like this. Um, like I said about the adversity, I think there'll be a point in this game where Ohio State faces some and they're going to have to figure it out. And that'll probably depend on Justin Fields a little bit more on the ground. But I, you know, I, I don't think it's implausible to think that Nebraska can win this game my my biggest concern for Ohio State defensively when it comes to this being a shootout is that the middle of their linebacker core does not bode well against offenses like this and that's something where a play caller like Scott Frost an offensive line like like Scott Frost can devise ways to get those guys the ball can get Wandale Robinson into space matched up with a linebacker can get Maurice Washington out on the edge get J.D. Spielman the ball. So that's where, to me, that that all of this is going to kind of rest on Nebraska's shoulders. If those playmakers are are in space and Ohio State's coaches are, are lining up with those linebackers out there, it, it's going to be ugly, and Nebraska's going to find a way to stay in this game. And if not, then I think Ohio State probably runs away with it. But I don't think it's completely implausible for, uh, for Nebraska to, one, keep this a game, and two, if things are rolling, to sneak out a win. Well, let's hope. At least I hope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it's been a lot of fun talking about this game. Uh, if you guys want to keep up with everything going on from the Nebraska side before or even after this game, make sure to visit coronation.com. You can also listen to all of their podcasts. Just subscribe to the Coronation podcast. They got a lot of fun stuff going on there. Follow them on Twitter at Coronation. And John, is there anywhere else people can find your work or CN's work? Oh, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, Coronation's Twitter is Coronation with two N's. So, uh, you know, I, I tend to be pretty obnoxious when I'm tweeting, but like I said, I hope to be at the game with a camera. Uh, so it won't be me. You can attack one of my other guys. That's that's great. Hey, I used to tweet uh, up until I think my last game was the Rose Bowl last year, and I was pretty obnoxious too. So now I've taken I've taken a break off Twitter, so everyone else from the site is getting all the heat. But hey, John, thanks once again for joining. It was a lot of fun talking about this. Can't wait to watch Saturday, and uh, no matter what happens, I hope you have a great time at the game. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me. That's also going to wrap it up for me. Thanks to John once again for joining the show. Make sure to visit Corn Nation and all the Nebraska coverage they have. And more importantly, don't forget to interact with us in the aftermath of the Ohio State-Nebraska game here on the show and on Twitter. The two ways you can do that are, one, sending me a tweet at Dubsco, that's D-U-B-S-C-O, and also the show account page at Holy Land Pod. I don't really do the main Twitter anymore, but you can still send stuff to LandGrant33. I'll parse the mentions there, see if we get anything good. But if you want your tweet to be on the post-game show, that initial reaction show I always do, uh, then make sure send tweets to those two accounts, and I will do my best 
to read them here on the show. I appreciate the uh, the interaction we've had so far this season. Hopefully, we can have a little bit more since uh, now now we're really in the stretch here and the games are getting real. Not that the ones previously didn't count or that like Indiana wasn't a great win, but uh, it's getting real now. We're going to start to see a lot better opposition from what Ohio State has played earlier in the season. But uh, I think the, think the boys are up to it, and it should be a lot of fun here over the next month and a half to see how Ohio State progresses. I'll talk to y'all on either Saturday night or early Sunday morning. Look forward to that post-game show. And until then, hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the game. My name is Colton Denning. This is the Hangout in the Holy Land, and go Bucks.